Hello, all ye faithful. Good day to all of you in the real and also bright city. It's your host, Father Bertram, coming to you live and on air with another episode of Forgive Me, Father, your only source of anonymous confessions, both written and called in. Welcome back, faithful. The sun is shining and the snow is officially here to stay at least for the next several months here. It gets down into the very negatives during the winter months. I hope that all of you, faithful, have made sure to stock up on blankets, hot chocolate, and maybe even some good teas. I personally make sure I have at least three different types of tea in my house and in the confessional studio for when I feel the winter's frigid kiss on my old bones. I feel like I must remind you all that you should make sure that you are all in a nice and warm and comfortable place before you log into Bright City. Many of the visitors and residents of Bright City forget that their physical bodies are still subject to weather while their minds traverse the virtual city. I know that I forgot the first couple of times, Faithful, and let me tell you, that is not a fun experience to wake up and find that I have a crick in my neck, or in one case, found myself extremely cold. Blankets on when you go into there this winter, please, Faithful. On today's confessional docket, we have a nice one to warm us up spiritually to start. It reads, Father, once in high school, I ordered pizza on Halloween because I was home alone and had some cash to spend for dinner. I did not realize that I did not have enough for a tip to give the delivery guy and only had enough for the pizza itself and the delivery fee. So when he came to the house, and I apologized profusely. I offered him some of my Halloween candy as a tip instead. He said, Uh, okay, I guess. However, out of nerves, I only let him pick two, instead of just letting him take as many as he wanted. I still feel bad about it to this day. Will you absolve me? Oh, faithful, I hope this one warms you like it does me. I can guarantee you, confessor, that you gave that delivery driver probably something that he would not get anywhere else. A good story. Picture this for the moment. The delivery driver, after dropping off pizza after pizza, and in one case, getting Halloween candy, calls his friends and says, You'll never guess what happened to me just now, and tells them how a, I assume, teenager stood firm about how many candies he was allowed to take, and the choice he was now faced. I know personally that most people seem to buy the assorted chocolate or candy boxes, and in there, there are more than two options. Most people... 
Most people like most of the chocolates and candies in those boxes, or they wouldn't sell as well as they do. And now he has to choose his two favorites over all of the rest. While tipping is lovely and faithful, I do encourage you to tip your delivery drivers. What you hardly did was a grave offense. What you did is hardly a grave offense. Trust in the glory and the light, and you will find the absolution you seek. I know that when I order food and faithful, I must say I do enjoy the convenience of having to press a few buttons while working, especially on podcast days, and not worrying about burning a pot of water again, and having a nice warm meal brought to me. I always try to do two things: one. Tip my driver, and two, thank the glory and the light for applications such as those that I am able to use at my convenience. I have also made sure that my children, even though they are far from the nest now, get things delivered to them from me from time to time. Speaking of family, let's go to another confession about family. This one goes as follows. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I harbored resentment towards a family member and let it escalate into a heated argument, which resulted in my saying things I wish I had not. I really do love that family member, and I know I hurt them. I am truly sorry for the hurtful words exchanged, and seek guidance on how to mend our relationship. Well, that is a nice, short, and sweet confession, confessor. It seems like there are more underlying issues that would have amounted to the argument and the words being said in the heat of the moment. My suggestion to you, and it is a little bit of a long one, is this: you should, before you go to that family member and apologize. Take some time and really, truly figure out what caused you to resent them in such a way that you got into that position to have said such things in a heated argument. To make sure that you don't go through that situation again or one quite similar, you should really address the root problem. Maybe the root problem is something that this particular individual had done earlier in time. Maybe it was someone else entirely. But I think that you owe it to yourself and the other person to really know what it is that is going on. By all means, one hundred percent, you need to apologize. But you can't do. What I call a knee-jerk apology, and try to gloss over what has happened, or you will be back to square one the next time someone ticks you off. Once you have figured that out, you then can go back to them and apologize and start working on the rest. That also needs work. Remember to use I statements and not you statements. Through the glory and the light. You will find the resolution, and the solution, you need. 
faithful? When you argue with someone, there is a very good chance that there is an underlying issue for at least one of you that has led to this conflict. Search for that, because if you can find the root, you can come to a much nicer conclusion than just trying to sort out the topmost issue. I once had an argument. I once had an argument with one of my children. I honestly don't even remember what it was about. It could have been about their declining grades, and it got very confrontational. Once we both calmed down, we sat down and talked about what was really going on, and why they were letting their grades slip. It turned out. That they were not feeling like the schoolwork was worth it, as it was a class that they did not need to either graduate nor for what they wanted to do in college. So they did not see a point in doing the work. But the date to drop classes without penalty was gone, so they figured that they wouldn't do the work, and that would be essentially the same. I explained my side of it. All classes they take can impact their graduating mark, and if they wish to go to college, they should really make sure that they are trying hard in all of their classes. Good work ethic takes a lot to build and maintain, but not a lot to let go. While we are on still the topic of family, I figure. That this confession would also be a good fit for this episode of the podcast. Father, I neglected my responsibilities and lied to my family about my whereabouts, and was gone for far too long, causing them unnecessary worry. I feel bad that I caused them to worry, and when I got home, I got into a fight with my parents. I need your advice on how to rebuild trust within my family. Thank you, Father. The most straightforward answer to this, Confessor, is to apologize, and I hope that you have done that already. Speaking as a parent, I know the worry that would have gone through their minds and hearts while they could not reach you. When you had lied to them about where you were for as long as you were, most parents aren't trying to keep all tabs on you at all time, but they do like to know that you are safe, and if you were to go missing or needed help, they would need to know where you were supposed to be to be able to start looking for you or inform the proper authorities. Again, to relate it to my own personal experiences, trust is a lifelong work to build, but only takes a split second to damage. Their trust in you will be rebuilt and will come back, but most likely, not right away. We are only human, and we do make errors, and I am sure that your parents. Aren't as upset with you as you think they are. Fear 
has a way of showing itself as anger most times. Our good book tells us to honor our parents as well as ourselves. Good and solid communication will help you rebuild their trust in you. Trust in the process as you trust in the glory and the light, and it will come back. Healing is never a straight line. Unfortunately, Faithful, I only have enough time for those three confessions. Before I go, I want to leave you with one more piece of advice. Apologizing is never not a good thing as long as it is done with sincerity and the promise to not repeat the actions you are sorry for. Go in the warmth of the glory and the light and know that I, Father Bertram, your host here, will be back next week with another episode of Forgive Me Father. Goodbye. Forgive Me Father is a podcast written and produced by Ross Finlayson, with artwork by Ross Finlayson. This episode uses sounds from freesound.org, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. Visit us on Twitter at ForgivePod. Tell your friends, family, colleagues, and acquaintances about us, and add them to the Congregation of the Faithful. Don't forget to give us a rating on the app that you found us on. Until next time, Faithful.